0: Hey everyone, welcome to Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts, where every week we cover the latest in music news, reviews, interviews, releases, discovery, history, and more. I'm your host, Chris Zappa, and as always, the world of music is a busy place, so without further ado, ground control to listener, take your protein pills, put your helmet on, this podcast ain't gonna listen to itself. Everybody, welcome back to week number sixty-four, episode sixty-four of Zappagram, the Mother Vault Music Podcast and Newsletters. How's everybody doing out there? I hope you are all having a good week and that uh, your summer is going well. It has uh, it has been a week; it's been a busy week. Uh, I'm back in the gym now, first time in like 14 years since I've uh, started going to the gym religiously, and uh, and I'm doing that once again. And I gotta tell you, I feel great. I feel really good. I've only been back at it for, for about a week, but, uh, but I'm sort of, you know, getting back into a routine and uh, just feeling a lot healthier and more energized. I think it's so important to, to exercise and it's so easy to put it off and, and then to fall out of that habit of exercising. But uh, man, going back, you just you immediately begin to see the results and the benefits and you, you just feel better. You have more energy, uh, or at least I do. So it's really good. You know, but here's the thing, though. I have a question. Uh, so it's it's the middle of summer, right? This is uh, I'm recording this on July the 9th. You'll hear this on the 10th the next day, Monday. But um, OK, so it's the middle of the summer. And I am amazed at the number of people I see walking around outside that are dressed in long pants and wearing a hoodie, like long sleeve hoodie, hood pulled up over their head the whole nine yards. And and it's one thing to see them outside, uh, walking in the heat like that. Like, what's up with that? Aren't you aren't you like fucking dying? Aren't you aren't you melting underneath that hoodie? But then I'm in the gym, and there's this kid in there. I say kid, he's probably you know 18 or something, and he's he's working out in the gym, in a hoodie. He's got long like sweatpants on, and he's got a hoodie on, long sleeve, with the hood pulled up. And, and he's, you know, lifting weights and shit. And I'm like, I didn't approach him and talk to him, but I just, I couldn't help but notice. It made me think about everybody else I see walking around in in, in long pants and a hoodie. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's summer. I don't know if you got the memo, but it's hot as shit outside. Like, what, what do you, why would you do that? Why would you work out in a hoodie? Maybe dead of winter. I might be able to to see it, but still, I mean, you're working out. It's, it's hot in the gym. You're, you're sweaty and help me make sense of this. Does anybody understand this? I don't. I mean, in the fall and the winter time, I live in a hoodie all year, all year round during, during those months, but uh, definitely not now. It's 90 degrees outside. Who the hell needs a hoodie? People will never make sense to me. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, You know, I'm a fan, huge fan of Rufus Wainwright. And uh, I was on TikTok this past week. He posted a video. Uh, I reposted his video, and then he liked the fact that I reposted his video. So that was really cool. Also, Threads. Are you are you on it? Have you heard of it? You know what it is. Threads. It's uh, it's Facebook's answer to Twitter. It's basically Twitter, but owned by Facebook owned by Meta, who owns Facebook and Instagram. So you sign up for Threads and it basically can port over all of your Instagram account information, your profile, your uh, the people that you follow, all of that stuff. So it's like it's a new social media site that is the basically the same thing as Twitter, but it's got you already have this following baked into it because you're already on Instagram and it and it can just pull over all of your Instagram stuff. So you, you know, you're, you don't, you're not starting from scratch. You're not starting from a blank slate where you don't know anyone and you got to go find and find your friends and search them out and follow them and whatever. It just could kind of help do all that automatically for you. And uh, so far it's a, it's a largely positive experience. Everybody on there seems to really be loving it. I love it. The community as a whole just seems uh, positive and, and uh, you know, there, I haven't seen, I'm sure there is negativity on there already. Um, garbage and, and, you know, the same kind of crap that's over on Twitter, uh, since Elon Musk ruined that platform. But, uh, but I haven't seen it. So it's, it's been a very positive thing for me. And, uh, and a lot of the other friends and artists, uh, that I, that I have and that I follow on there. So I encourage you, if you uh, have tried it out, uh, be sure to follow me on there. You can find me at Hey Chris Zappa. That's my, my, uh, handle username, whatever. Uh, so if, if you're not on there, I encourage you to sign up and, and uh, join it and, uh, and definitely follow me, too. My friend Strombo followed me over there. I, I think I can say we're friends. Uh, J- Strombo, if you don't know Strombo is George Strombolopoulos, um, he's an amazing dude. He's had an amazing career um, basically the last 30 plus years. Uh, he's, he's done interviews with everyone you can imagine, um, every, every musical artist of, of note. Uh, Strombo has interviewed them and uh, and he's he's had a long career in, in radio and TV um, And anyway. And he has a he has a radio show now on uh, Apple Music, Apple Music Hits Radio. Uh, he has the Strombo show on there. Um, he also used to have a, 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 he may still do it a, a show. Uh, you can watch it on YouTube, uh, the House of Strombo, where he literally would have artists come to his house and have a concert in his living room absolutely incredible. One time he popped up on Instagram uh doing a live and I asked a question and he added me to his live and he, and he sat there and he talked with me for uh several minutes and he was just so kind and and such a sweet guy and generous with his time and with his his advice and uh which I you know it was just it was incredible. It was incredible to uh, to talk with him and then I'll see him pop up on lives on TikTok or Instagram and I'll pop in and say hi and he always says says hi back to me. Um and so anyway, he followed me on Threads too. I was pretty pretty excited about that cuz you know, he's he's uh, he's someone I greatly look up to and admire. Uh definitely an an idol, I'd say of mine. Um but just a wonderful wonderful human being. So yeah, Threads. If you're not there, get there. Get on it. Check it out. I want to talk really quickly about some tours that are happening that I want everybody to know about. A Band of Horses is about to go on tour. They will kick things off in Oregon, Redmond, Oregon, at the Farewell Festival, July the 21st through the 23rd. And then they're going to embark on a number of dates that's going to carry them all across the U.S. from one side to the other, up and down, left to right uh wrapping things up in Atlanta, Georgia on October the 21st. So odds are they're coming to a city near you. If you go to bandofhorses.com forward slash tour, you can check out all the dates and find out where they're gonna be. Similarly, uh my friends Jake and Jeff in Illiterate Light are on tour and they are uh they've got a number of dates coming up across the country as well. They are also touring actually through the end of the year through December uh, from now till December, they will be on tour. They've got stops all across America, so be sure to check illiteratelight.com forward slash tour to see if they're coming near you. Buy tickets, go see them. They put on a kick ass amazing show. You will not regret going. You could definitely thank me later for that one. Uh, lastly, in terms of uh, of live shows, uh, attention all LA residents. If you are in Los Angeles you are going to want to be at club TG on July the 30th at 8 pm because butch bastard's la record release show is happening there on that date at that time uh, be sure to go if you are anywhere in the LA area go and support Ian my friend Ian um, as he uh, he's, he's he released his album back at the end of April but he still had then he, then he had a tour to go on with father John Misty and uh, he hasn't had a proper uh, record release show yet. And so now he's finally doing that at the end of this month. So again, July 30th club TG in Los Angeles. Uh, he will be playing the entirety of Las Vegas salvation, his brand new album front to back. He will have his full band with him. I mean, it's going to be a show you do not want to miss. It is the, uh, the best album release of the year. And, uh, and I think more people need to know about it and, uh, and listen to him. So go look up Butch Bastard on Spotify or Apple Music or Amazon or Google or wherever the hell it is you get your music and uh, listen to this album. It's absolutely genius. And if you're in L.A., go see the show. Go to the record release show. Uh, you're going to have a great time and you're going to fall in love with the music. I promise you. OK, before we get into the rest of the show, lastly, I just want to talk real quick about something that I talked about last week. Which was concert etiquette or lack thereof. There's the last couple of years. There's just been this this whole call it an epidemic of uh, of bad behavior by concert goers. Um, people throwing things at the artist on stage. And I talked about this last week. I had talked about how BB REXA had a phone thrown at her face. Pink was thrown a bag of someone's dead mother's ashes. Lil Nas X had a sex toy thrown at him. Harry Styles had been uh, pelted in the eye with a Skittle. Though so last week, someone threw a phone at Drake in Chicago. And just today, news broke that uh, someone threw something else at Harry Styles during a concert in Vienna uh, a couple of nights ago and hit him in the eye again. You know, I'm more of a, of a rock and roll alternative indie uh, music kind of a guy but but I like the occasional pop music and uh and Harry Styles, I just absolutely fucking love that dude. I think he makes great great music and uh and stop throwing shit at Harry man. that's not cool and Adele was really funny in concert last week she told fans not to throw shit at her on stage or she'd fucking kill them. Adele takes shit from no one. she will fuck you up if you throw something on stage at her so Anyway, man, like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Why are people throwing shit at the artists on stage? That's just, you just don't do that. It never would have ever occurred to me to do something like that. Maybe you, uh, if you're fortunate enough to, you could be, you know, near the front. You could approach the stage and try to offer them, say, I don't know, flowers Something like that. But you don't fucking throw your phone at at people. I mean, you don't throw your phone at anybody, much less a performer on stage. What the fuck is wrong with people? People are fucking crazy. God. I love the people that I love, but just it's so easy to fucking hate people in general. You know, generally speaking, people suck. So anyway, that 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 problem is still ongoing. It's still happening. And it's not just uh, Americans it's, uh, it's people all over the, the world are just fucking stupid. All right, enough chit-chat. We've got a lot of stuff to go over. I wanted to kick things off this week. I wanted to share something that's not music-related, but a friend of mine recently published this on Substack Notes, and I just found this to be an especially poignant uh, point that he's, that he's trying to make. If you, you think about what he's saying here, uh, Mikel C. Clark is his name. Uh, this, this is embedded at the top of the newsletter. If you're subscribed to the newsletter, you will see this. If you're not subscribed to the newsletter, why not? Go subscribe right now. Zapagram.com. What are you waiting on? Okay, so here's what he wrote. You've changed. You're the same. You've learned nothing. You've changed everything. To be a human is to be a walking, talking contradiction. A beautiful mess. A work of art in progress. Some days we feel powerful. Other days we lose sight of who we are. But every day that we wake up, we can ground ourselves in the gift of intentionality. Like, just think about that. We are all a, a, a walking, talking contradiction, a work of art in progress, absolutely. Some days we feel powerful, other days we lose sight of who we are, but we can ground ourselves in the gift of intentionality every day that we wake up. I think that's just a beautiful thing, and I wanted to share that with everybody. And so, to kind of go from wise words to uh, a quote that's a little bit funnier and uh, more lighthearted, perhaps. Um, We always kick the show off with a quote. This week's is from Elton John, who uh, just wrapped up the final show of his final goodbye tour. Uh, and, And so anyway, he was quoted once as saying, I've always wanted to smash a guitar over someone's head. You just can't do that with a piano, which I just think is awesome in this week's rock the vote poll i'm asking have you signed up for threads yet yes not yet but i will or nope not interested i hope that no one clicks that third option i hope that people are not like nope i'm not interested and they just shut it out altogether because like i said at the top of the show this is it's a really great platform so far so far so good you know i'm old enough wise enough to know that uh people ruin everything. So eventually it may not be as great as it is right now, just like Twitter turned into a complete dumpster fire shit show. But it it was amazing back in the day when it launched, you know, when when things were first getting going. And that's kind of that same energy that I feel around threads right now. So hit the poll in the newsletter and uh, sound off. Let me know what you think. Every week I do a playlist that accompanies the podcast and the newsletter. I put uh, new music that I've discovered, new music that's just come out that week, or new music that is new to me that I've just discovered from, uh, from artists that are up and coming, as well as established artists. That playlist is published on Spotify and Apple Music. You can find it just by searching Zappagram on there and looking for the playlist specifically. You, you, you can filter on either service, I believe. You know, So if you want to find the Zappagram podcast, you would type Zappagram.com filter by podcast and it'll show you this apogram podcast if you're looking for the playlist same thing filter by playlist and you'll find all of our playlists this week it's playlist number 64 and i want to really quickly rattle off everyone that i've included on this playlist we've got about 20 tracks on there but uh, but then i want to stop and talk for just a minute about uh, some of these artists specifically so this week we have music on the playlist from honey crush the ocean grays little green bethany cosentino Space Nat, Safari Room, Windsor, Joshua Powell, Gal Musette, Wolf and Moon, Stereophonics, Beck and Phoenix did a track together. That's on there. Sleepy Gonzales, Charles Bradley, Colatura, Dark Dark and Hazel. Okay, so the first one I want to talk about is Honey Crush. Honey Crush is uh, my friend alexandra antonopoulos Uh, honey crush is a solo project of new york singer songwriter and poet alexandra antonopoulos characterized by evocative storytelling and raw emotive vocals honey crush blurs the edges of alternative and indie rock drawing on the influences of 90s perma wave artists like fiona apple nirvana pj harvey and jeff buckley if you like their music you would love her music as well her uh, debut EP called Milk Teeth is coming out very soon. It's due out on uh, October seventeenth, and she's already released a couple of singles from that. Uh, I her music is beautiful, haunting, and uh, it just it's it's so different from from everything else that that you would hear nowadays out there. In my opinion, she is reminiscent of those artists that I mentioned, like Fiona Apple, PJ Harvey, Jeff Buckley. Um, but she's, she's she's just her own thing and in a in the most brilliant way possible. So uh, I am a, a huge fan of what she's doing and uh, fully support her. And I can't wait for her EP to come out on October 17th. Milk Teeth will be out then. Of course, I will be featuring it in the newsletter and the podcast and talking more about it then. But uh, go look her up now on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you listen to music. Honey Crush. Go check her out. Her new song is in... The top of the playlist this week, so you can listen right there as well. The other artist I wanted to talk about uh, that had uh, two tracks on the playlist this week is Safari Room. Safari Room, I love them, and he, this is not um, this is this is my own personal opinion. Uh, something you know, you always want to sort of uh, well, who do they sound like? Uh, so to me, in some ways, I believe if you're a fan of local natives you would love Safari Room. It's the uh, indie rock outfit and the brainchild of Alec Kuokal. Uh, I believe, I hope I'm pronouncing his, his name right. We've become friends online, but I've never actually spoken to him about how to pronounce his last name. Um, he's uh, he's an Omaha native, but he's now Nashville-based. Here's a Here's a little snippet from the band bio. We're not that different, you and me, Alec repeats throughout the swelling bridge of garden talker and that line may as well be a mission statement for safari room he describes human connection as a founding cornerstone as the project's ethos and that message is a through line for safari room's entire discography so far the band is known particularly in nashville for their special brand of indie rock their live shows and uh, the sense of community that comes from singing safari room songs together that's safari room's hope and that's what they're going to do on their as-yet-untitled third LP, these songs are the band's biggest, boldest, and most personal yet. In other words, their Safari Room at their very best. And that is, uh, is speaking of, of the two singles that have just been released recently, which I'm featuring on this week's playlist. So give them a listen there, and then look up Safari Room, uh, wherever you stream music, and be sure to follow them. Um, love, love their stuff. Absolutely huge fan of theirs and uh just and alec is is a super nice guy too just like a a really solid dude um we enjoy talking all about music so uh be sure to give them a listen but yeah all the music on the playlist this week is great go give it a listen let me know what you think anyway guess what it's time for now it's time to jump into this week's music news Attention fans of Nick Drake, did you know that there is a new Nick Drake tribute album? There are actually several Nick Drake tribute albums. I was unaware of this until uh, I became aware of this one. The, the new one contains uh, tracks done by Feist, Liz Fair, Philip Selway of Radiohead, Ben Harper, Fontaine's DC, Bombay Bicycle Club. This past week, Chrysalis Records released the endless colored ways the songs of nick drake which includes contributions from all those artists i I mentioned plus uh, several others the anthology features 23 interpretations of some of drake's most beloved tracks on top of all the covers a select number of songs are accompanied by short films made by award-winning filmmaker photographer and sound artist bill jackson you can check all of those out at the link in the newsletter And speaking of films, a new Bob Marley biopic, One Love, gets its first trailer. It is out now. You can also watch that at the link in the newsletter. Kingsley Ben-Adir transforms into Bob Marley in the first trailer uh, for the upcoming biopic on The Reggae Legend. Set to hit theaters uh, January 12, 2024, the film will chronicle Marley's early years and rise to music stardom, as well as the assassination attempt on his life in 1976 and subsequent live performance just two days later at the Smile Jamaica concert. I have watched the trailer, and man, it is powerful and cinematic and just, whew, it'll give you chills, man. It looks great. So if you're a fan of Bob Marley, or even if you're not, uh, be sure to check the link in the newsletter and watch the trailer for that. Looks incredible. Can't wait for that to come out. The next story is about two of the most polarizing bands in music, the Eagles announce a farewell tour with steely dan as their special guest the long farewell tour will run through 2025 the tour begins later this year the lineup will include don henley joe walsh timothy b schmidt and vince gill with deacon fry glenn fry's son filling in for his late father the long goodbye tour will mark the culmination of more than 50 years of the band's touring On the upcoming trek, the band intends to perform as many shows in each market as their audience demands. Uh, And as I said, the tour is expected to continue into 2025. So they will be adding more shows to the tour. Initially, the uh, tour announcement includes 13 dates, kicks off at Madison Square Garden on September 7th, and Steely Dan will be opening the show. Pre-sale begins uh, Wednesday, July the 12th. And a general on sale follows on Friday, July the 14th. So if you've ever wanted to see the Eagles live, uh, you better catch them this time around, because this is it. And probably same thing goes for Steely Dan, too. And speaking of final tours, Elton John has just played his last show of his farewell tour. So that's it. No more Elton John concerts. Um, There's a link in the newsletter to a Rolling Stone piece uh, where you can watch him play an emotional Goodbye Yellow Brick Road at the final stop of his farewell tour in Stockholm, apparently his uh, farewell tour has actually been five years long, which is that's something in and of itself. Three hundred and thirty concerts across the globe. So Elton will not tour anymore. He says that the possibility that he may do a residency, uh, or some you know one-off performances in the future, uh, it's, it could be a thing. So uh, we haven't seen the last of Elton John, but just uh, just no more tours. <laughs> This week in Z-Rex Zappa's recommendations, as a huge Queens of the Stone Age fan, I've talked recently a lot about their new album, In Time's New Roman, which I think is absolutely brilliant in every way imaginable. The band has now released a video for one of my favorite songs on the album, Carnivoyer, and it's every bit as weird and trippy as it is cool. I have included that video in the newsletter, so if you have not seen that yet, be sure to check it out. The song is amazing and powerful, uh, and just dramatic. Someone uh, said that it would make a good Bond theme. Uh, it, it's, it's just got that that feel, that tone. Kick-ass video for a kick-ass song. Be sure to check that out. In this week's new releases, uh, we have new music from Anoni and the Johnsons. Julie Byrne has a new album, Local Natives. The Nick Drake tribute album I talked about earlier, The Endless Colored Ways, The Songs of Nick Drake. PJ Harvey's new album, I Inside the Old Year Dying, has finally dropped, as well as Taylor Swift's version of Speak Now. That's out everywhere streaming, so be sure to give those albums a listen. There are links in the newsletter as well to listen to each one of those The Release Radar covers upcoming releases for the next 30, 45 days or so. You can expect new music on the way from Dwayne Betts, Gordon Lightfoot's final album, Live at the Royal Albert Hall. He's Not Your Kind, my friend Tim, who makes music as He's Not Your Kind, has a new album called Cambria, which is coming out this week. And I'm super excited about that because I was fortunate enough to get a preview of that, and I got to hear the album, and dear God, I'm blown away. Oh my God, it kicks so much ass. It's it's just incredible, and I can't rave enough about it. So as soon as that drops, um, I'm going to be talking more about that next week, because I want you guys to be able to go and stream that as well. Uh, also, we have music coming from Block Party, Blur, Gretemann Fleet, Guided by Voices, Nils Lofgren, Apex Twin, Bethany Cosentino's Natural Disaster drops uh, July 28th. Brad has a new album coming out, Darling Side, Joni Mitchell, Joni Mitchell at Newport, Madeline Kenny, Stevie Nicks has a box set, uh, Complete Studio Albums and Rarities, Susto has new music, Liam Gallagher has a new live album, Nebworth 2022 is coming out, Neil Young is putting out Chrome Dreams, and Sonic Youths uh, live in Brooklyn 2011, drops August 18th. All of those are coming up, so uh, I'll be listening to them all, and I'll let you know which ones are worth your time. This brings us to our final segment on this date, musical happenings of historical significance on July the 10th. That is today. uh, We celebrate birthdays for Ronnie James Dio and Arlo Guthrie. Also, on that same day in 1987, July 10th, producer and record company executive John Hammond died. He brought Stevie Ray Vaughan, Bob Dylan, Aretha Franklin, Leonard Cohen, and Bruce Springsteen to Columbia Records. Dude was a legend. July the 11th, birthdays include Peter Murphy and Suzanne Vega. On that day in 2014, producer and drummer Tommy Ramone died at the age of 65. July 12th, we celebrate the birthday of... The late, great Christine McVee of Fleetwood Mac. That same day in 1971, American singer-songwriter Minnie Ripperton died of cancer at the age of 31. You know, she was uh, Maya Rudolph's mom. That same day in 1986, Simply Red scored their first U.S. number one single with "Holding Back the Years. Simply Red singer Mick Hucknell wrote the song when he was only 17 years old. That is uh, one of, if if not my very favorite song of the 80s and Simply Red is just an amazing band. Mick Hugnell is an incredible singer um, and he's one of those singers as well that the band is still touring nowadays and he still sounds just as amazing as he did back then. I am a huge fan of everything they do. Okay so on July the 12th in 2008, this is kind of gross, Rolling Stone guitarist Ronnie Wood left his wife of 23 years and moved in with an 18-year-old Russian cocktail waitress. The 61-year-old dad of four had met the teenager while out drinking and had taken her away to his luxury pad in Ireland. So that's not just kind of gross. That's fucking disgusting. Ugh. Anyway, moving on to July 13th. Birthdays celebrated on that day for Roger McGuinn of the Byrds, Gerald Levert, that same day in 1969, July 13th, over a hundred radio stations in the US banned the Beatles' new single, The Ballad of John and Yoko, due to the line, Christ, you know it ain't easy. You know how hard it can be. The way things are going, they're going to crucify me because they call that offensive. <laughs> That's a great fucking song. Also, on July 13th in 2004, Arthur Kane, Killer Kane, Bass player with the New York Dolls died aged 55 after checking himself into a Los Angeles emergency room complaining of fatigue. He was quickly diagnosed with leukemia and he died within the next two hours after that. That's just insane. July the 14th birthdays include Woodrow Wilson Guthrie, better known as Woody Guthrie, was born on that day in 1912. Drummer Jim Gordon was born on that day Dan Smith of Bastille and Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons also born on that day. That same day in 1989, Tom Jones lost a paternity suit and was ordered to pay $200 a week in child support to 27-year-old Catherine Berkeley of New York. The judge in the case was Judge Judy Shenlin. Uh, judge Judy, you know. Sadly, also on July the 14th and 2015, Arthur Cave, the 15-year-old son of Nick and Susie Cave died after a fall from a cliff in Brighton, Sussex, England. Terribly sad and tragic. There are many birthdays to celebrate on July 15th. The great Linda Ronstadt celebrates her birthday, Rokie Erickson, Artemis Pyle, drummer from Leonard Skinnerd. It sounds more like a Transformer, right? Artemis Pyle, instead of a drummer. Anyway, Johnny Thunder's birthday, Ian Curtis of Joy Division, uh, Joe Satriani, and Jason Bonham, son of John Bonham of Led Zeppelin fame. They all celebrate birthdays on that day. That same day, tragically, in July 15th 1958, John Lennon's mother, Julia, was killed by a car driven by an off-duty drunken police officer uh, who was later acquitted of the offense. Somehow, I do not understand how that's possible. John Lennon was only 17 years old at the time of his mom's death. Later wrote that beautiful song, Julia, for her. Lastly, on July the 16th, We celebrate the birthdays of Stuart Copeland of The Police, Ed Kowalczyk of the band Live. Remember Live? They were huge in the uh, late 90s. I loved that band. Still do. And uh, on that same day in 1981, U.S. singer-songwriter Harry Chapin, who had success in the 70s with the number one single Cats in the Cradle, was killed aged 38 after he suffered a heart attack while driving on a New York expressway and then his car was hit from behind by a tractor trailer causing the gas tank to explode. Jesus Christ. You're, oh, you have a heart attack while you're driving and then you're in distress from that and then you get hit by a tractor trailer and your fucking car blows up. What a fucking way to go. That same day, July 16th in 2007, the White Stripes played their shortest live show ever at George Street, St. John's. Jack White played a single C sharp note accompanied by a bass drum slash crash cymbal hit from Meg. At the end of the show, Jack announced, we have now officially played in every province and territory in Canada. And they left the stage and they performed a full show later that night in St. John's. Hey, everybody, that's it. That's another week in the can. That is it for Zappogram number 64. Listen, let's do a quick recap on everything we talked about, right? Band of Horses are on tour. Go see them. Illiterate Light is on tour. Go see them. If you are in L.A., go to see Butch Bastard's album release show. Be sure to listen to this week's newsletter. Listen to all the great new music that's out from Honey Crush, uh, Safari Room, Bethany Cosentino, uh, so many greats on there. Listen to all of them. I'm going to leave you guys with a joke this week, okay? What did Jay-Z call his wife before they were married? Fiance. I can hear the collective groan right now coming from the internet. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for coming back week after week. I will see you guys next week. I'm Chris Zappa. I've been your host, and I am out of here.